There are business leaders that are making so much more than profit in their enterprises. They're elevating their businesses, teams, and themselves to add more value. And so can you. Welcome to the Chris Cooper Business Elevation Show with host Chris Cooper. If you were looking for ways to elevate success while contributing to a better world, you'll want to listen in for the next hour. Now here's your host, Chris Cooper. Hi, this is Chris Cooper and a big welcome to the Business Elevation Show on Voice America. And today is our 374th unique episode and got a wonderful guest on the show today, one we've had on the show before, uh, Nikki J. Owen. We're going to talk about breathing space and about um, about um, making personal change. But before we get to Nikki, I want to say a huge thank you to my guest last week, Joel Silverstone. We talked about um, communicating in this virtual world. And with us all, uh, many of us right now operating with the likes of Zoom and Teams and Skype and those sorts of things and communicating with clients, uh, communicating with each other on our extended teams. It was really helpful to have this conversation about how to go about doing that really well, how to get your communication across uh, such that you really engage and energize and involve those people around you. So if you're you're using virtual technology right now, I'd strongly recommend going back to that recording with a pen and paper and just taking away some of the key actions and learnings that you can take away to be even more effective when you're communicating verbally. Now, I wonder, if you're really honest with yourself, how well are you dealing with life's pressures right now? You know, would you like to become even more effortlessly able to perform in the workplace, but also enjoying home life even more? We're sitting at the moment in this time with uh, a global pandemic. You may be listening to this much further into the future, and that's behind you. Um, however, the, you know, the, the life's stresses and strains uh, are always around us. And we, if we let those in, then they can impact um, how we feel about you know, our life and how we get on and how we perform. Now, over the last 10 days, I've accessed daily Nikki J. Owen's breathing space, which is a really pioneering approach that that you can learn to help you to transform your well-being, your mindset, your energy levels and your behavior. Now, I can sincerely say that I've been able to work you know, much more effortlessly to block out the stresses of the current pandemic while I've been utilizing um, the work of, uh, of Nikki. And I've had a really, really productive week. And I feel even more connected with my family. Now, I know that I know that meditation is helpful and uh, it can be a very, it's a very valuable way. I know that I'm more on it when I meditate. But actually, what Nikki is doing is um, utilizing several techniques and blending them together to create something really quite powerful. Now, I should also say that this week has been a strange one. I've had two COVID-19 tragedies in my close network. Um, very close friends have lost parents. And, you know, with that going on, I've still managed to um, enable this week to be the most productive one for me during lockdown. So I'm really grateful to my guest today. I've known Nikki for several years. She's a really rare and inspiring individual. She's committed to uh, helping people to uh, make change. Her, her background was that she launched her blueprint for transforming behavior back in 2008, and she spent five years testing her processes at a very famous location, which was Shakespeare's Globe Theatre in London. Uh, she became an ex executive faculty for Henley Business School's Advanced Management Program. She's been described as an edge walker, uh, pushing the boundaries of uh, the, the comfort zones of those people that she works with. Now, in 2020, she's gone and launched Breathing Space, which I think is not only something that is beautifully crafted with incredible skill and production quality, um, but you can also you know, listen to today. But I'd recommend that what you do is you, you experience it for free, uh, which because um, I'd love you to be able to enjoy your life even more effortlessly and, and deal with some of the challenges that are going on right now but whilst remaining really really productive energized and, and, and happy so big welcome today to my guest Nikki J Owen well what a lovely lovely uh introduction 
Chris. And it takes me back to, I think it was uh, 2016 when you interviewed me before when I just uh, had published uh, my last book. And life here has been a bit of a roller coaster, really, because I've uh, suddenly become very busy. When I say suddenly, I mean, apart from the last three months, uh, I, I have been really busy with working with business leaders with a, a process that really helps them to break through anything that's stopping them from uh, creating more of the results that they want. And my process has been very strange, very deep diving, and yet it works. So I've had people flying in from all around the world to spend two days with me. And uh, when they when they turn up, they they tell me that they've got high expectations. And I just say, oh, that's okay. Just expect miracles. So <laughs> life is all very good. And then I s- suddenly realized that I wanted to take uh, my work, my approach out to uh, bigger audiences. And I there were only so many hours in a day that I could work helping people. So I started searching for ways that I could teach people very easily how they could create an instant and sustainable change to how they feel. And that's really what's led me to create this this current uh, offering that I'm doing now, Breathing Space. And it's a... It's a little bit different, isn't it, to you know the other systems that are out there. And I will talk about it more a little bit later on. Um, um, but you are blending several techniques together to to create something which is quite is quite unique and seems to be having a, a big impact with people who are utilising it. Huge, so, yes, huge. And it, it's interesting because people are describing me as an edge walker because I do use very unusual tools and techniques to create rapid. Uh, change for people that is as comfortable as possible to create that change. Yet I'm also, Chris, as you probably know, described as barking as a box of frogs. So <laughs> I'm not always uh, quite sure what people are going to make of of my work. But I think what's interesting about you, I mean, you you very kindly a few years ago sort of referred me to one or two people in your network with with my services, and I, you know, one I remember one particular organization I met a manufacturing firm and they seemed in some ways very kind of you know kind of traditional and it was quite a big a big firm and you know sort of family history and um, but your work where people are open to it you know it it, it does quite cap it does captivate people in sometimes quite austere marketplaces and I find that quite fascinating that uh, that it, I guess this change is not necessarily a in a linear formal training kind of process it's 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 a bit different when people experience it and and they kind of get that aha moment then they become very receptive don't they to other things well people always say that they say how can you do such strange stuff with uh, left-brained logical business people and i think sometimes we forget that we're all human beings And one of the positives that has come out of COVID-19 is I think people are starting to be much more mindful and caring about how they are with other people. And they're much more grounded in what's really important. So I think that whenever I've done any work, I've always felt that it's the person inside that I'm communicating to, regardless of whether they're an entrepreneur, a sales manager, a chief exec, it really doesn't matter. It's who they are inside that really counts. Yes, I know you You have a, we, we talked about this in 2016, but it's a while ago, and I'm sure as many people listening to this who haven't heard your story, but you have a very, very unique story. And I'd just be interested if you'd um, be prepared just to share that briefly with us and really how that has impacted this work. Do you know, Chris, it took me years to be able to share my story because I felt so utterly ashamed of it. And now as I look back, it's defined everything that I've done in my life. So when I was 18, I was facing life in prison because I burnt down my parents' house 
and I was charged with arson, endangering life and intent to kill my mother. And I was so violent that they had to keep me locked up in a cell in Holloway Prison in darkness. So when people talk now about self-isolation, nothing is as bad as being locked up in the dark with just a mattress in the room and nothing else. And my case made legal history in 1978 because it was the first time a hormonal imbalance was used as a defense in a court of law. I was actually at the Old Bailey and I walked free. And it was a very sensational trial. Uh, everybody uh, described me as, uh, as this maniacal, psychopath, incurably insane, a danger to society who'd suddenly gone through this miraculous change because my hormone levels were suddenly okay again. And yet when I left prison, I remember I was only 18 at the time, I felt so totally broken. And I remember making a decision that I have to find a way of making sense of what I'd gone through. And the first thing I had to do was to find how to heal myself, how to build my own confidence back up. And yes, it was it was quite a thing, really. And I, I just want to mention that um, my dad died uh, recently and he had esophageal cancer. And my dad was very instrumental in my fight, the fight to save me in, in 1978. And I was with my dad when he died. And I remember asking dad, because I wanted him to think of really wonderful things before he passed. And I remember saying to him, dad, out of everything you've experienced in your life, what are you most proud of? And my dad just looked at me and he said, saving you. Because oh. of everything you've done. Isn't that oh, lovely? It yeah. is, isn't it? Yeah, I think that's incredible. And what a, what a what an incredible story. And and I, you know, see your work and I admire it and it impacts thousands and thousands of people now. And it's it's quite incredible, isn't it? The transformation that you went through from that that really, you know, horrific story and, and what what happened, what you endured. But the transformation you've been through to be able to do what you do today, I mean, it's amazing. I'm, I'm not surprised your dad was proud of you. I know, and it, it's it, it it's shocking to me too, uh, because I'm I'm so not violent now, and uh, although some people would say I'm a little bit crazy, yet I think I don't see it, Chris, as something that was a tragedy. I see it as something that gave me the opportunity to experience a better version of myself. And I think that whenever we go through tragedies, whenever we go through real adversity, whenever we go through really tough times, difficult situation, we are being called to expand into better people if we see it as a way of developing and growing and that's not always easy to do while you're going through it. But I think particularly with what's going on right now with COVID-19, it's affecting people in so many different ways. And I don't just mean health-wise or economically, just the mental health issues that are being uh, triggered because of what's going on right now is actually giving people an opportunity to work on themselves and work through stuff that maybe they would never have done had they not gone through what they're going through right now. It's quite it's it's an interesting how the you know the we've had a complete not a paradigm shift. You know, a little bit like you you know you went through something which was a, a paradigm shift in your life and in your family and uh, and it's it's a it's an unusual situation. I remember we had uh, Jessica Richards on, who was a mutual mutual friend a few weeks ago, and she you know, she described this period as a privilege to be living through it. And you know, it's it, it's interesting because it it does give us the opportunity, doesn't it, to look at our lives and look at how we're living them, and uh, see things from different perspectives and and make change. It feels like a good time to make change to be ready for the next. The next period, you know, post lockdown and, and beyond. 
to enable us to, you know, move into a situation where we thrive? And, and what's your perspective of the of the current situation, and uh, how how do you think we should be dealing with this change at the moment? Well, I think we we have to just accept that it is what it is, and we have to make friends with the situation just as it is right now. So it is simply a way of looking at it. If we can feel uplifted in some way by looking at what's good, then I I think that it, it, it it's important to find a perspective that actually makes us feel better. Because whether that perspective is true or not, it doesn't really matter. It's about feeling as positive and as at peace as we can with some of the really scary uncertainties that are being created right now all around us. And I'm, I'm amazed at how quickly fear can build such a momentum Uh, You know, like being on an express train, you know, hurtling through, uh, gathering more and more fear, reading more and more about the deaths, the the number of people that have got it. And the fact that, you know, will there be a cure? Won't there be a cure? What's going to happen? And nobody really knows. So we do have to really find a way of being at peace with what is. And I think that it is an opportunity to learn about what's really important and it's a time of introspection and big questions like who am I and you know what do I need to change in my life to be happy with what's going on right now Uh, and I know you've been unwell in the last few weeks Um, probably probably COVID I, I gather and I wonder did that make you you know going through that experience make you feel more grateful for what you have or, or or more fearful for the world? Well, when I was going through it, I was fine. I didn't feel very well at all. Uh, it was when it started to affect my breathing because I'm an asthmatic and I could feel panic rising in me. And I was very blessed to, to realize that that's one thing I can control the panic. So I was able to listen to my own kind of hypno meditations. But I think it's it's it. We just have to get on with it. Whatever we're going through, it's about taking that next step forward. And yes, I mean, it, you know, all things pass. Absolutely. Well, let's let's talk about some of the. You know, some of the guiding principles when it comes to making effortless change. It's really important for us right now. I love the words you said there about finding peace with where we are because I certainly found your meditations have helped me find that peace this week. And that's a really good explanation of it. So let's have a chat about um, some of those principles after the break. And then after the following break, we can talk about some of the ways that you can, you know, some of the strategies that you can really use to bring about this change. Um, and make a big difference when you uh, are working and, and, and living at the moment. We're back again with you all in just a couple of minutes. Do join us after the break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. Would you like to work personally with the host of this show to help realize your potential? Chris Cooper supports business leaders and high potential individuals to achieve greater success in their businesses and careers. Support includes the opportunity to join a high return group mentoring and mastermind program called the Achiever Program. One-to-one mentoring and coaching, facilitated leader development workshops and speeches. Email info at bemoreachievemore.com to arrange a free, no-obligation consultation to see how Chris and his team can help you. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network. The bottom line in business talk. 
When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned into the Business Elevation Show with your host, Chris Cooper. If you have a question or comment about our show, please direct your emails to chris at chriscooper.co.uk. That's chris at chriscooper.co.uk. Now back to Chris Cooper. Hi, this is Chris Cooper. I'm with Nikki J. Owen. We're talking about breathing space and we're talking about making, you know, making change um, right now uh, in ourselves and it, it is a, a strange time at the moment. I'm kind of wondering, Nikki, what are what are some of the blocks that get in the way from people of people finding this peace that you described earlier? Well, there are two or three main ones. So one of the biggest blocks is that 90% of the behaviour that we're using today as adults were actually formed in the first six or seven years of our life. They were installed unconsciously. So when we try to create a new behavior, when we try to create change, it's we try to do that consciously. And because many of our behaviors were learned unconsciously and that the unconscious mind learns totally differently to the conscious mind, it's really hard to create behavioral change when you just work directly with the conscious mind. So that's one of um, the blocks. The other uh, block is that we have an interesting way of dealing with emotions. The healthy way of dealing with emotions is that we feel uh, we feel what we feel in the moment and then we allow those emotions to just move through us. We process them and we let them go. And yet what many of us do, we tend to hold on to them and push them down. So we either suppress them, we either repress them, we, we, we push them down. So we think, well, we don't feel anything because they're so deeply buried now. And yet that build up of negative emotions is still uh, happening and causing imbalance in your body. And the other interesting thing is that, you know, these two aspects alone will actually affect the 50 trillion cells in your body. So your cells have only one of two operating mechanisms. They can either operate in a mechanism of growth So they're very open or if they feel that the environment in your body is hostile, so you're feeling scared or anxious because you're reading the news too much, then your cells uh, receptors close down, creating a mini silo and your cells go into lockdown and you can't have a boosted immune system or you can't have a growth mindset if your cells are operating from a mechanism of survival. So they're some of the biggest blocks that prevent us from really creating change quickly. Wow. So, so this, this, uh, this resistance that we might feel, suppressing things down, these limiting beliefs that we've, we, we've had as well, all impact our immune system and our ability to kind of, kind of grow. So... So we kind of, I mean, if you want, therefore you, you're in that position there that you, you maybe want life to be a bit more effortless, but it sounds like you're in, in certain ways, you know, holding yourself self back and limiting yourself psychologically. Um, what are some of the principles that we need to be aware of to make, maybe make that shift to effortless change? Well, I think one of the, the fascinating principles for me is uh, that our perception is totally not true. Every perception that you have is always inaccurate and incomplete. So what happens as we absorb information from the outside world through our physical senses, even our physical senses are contained. If you think that a hawk has, you know, can see something that's 
two meters away or 20 meters away as if it was two meters away. So our physical senses are very restricted. And yet, even so, our unconscious mind absorbs two to 10 million bits of information into the unconscious. But consciously, we can only process around 40 bits of that information. So we can never know reality. So whatever we focus our attention on becomes our reality and determines how we feel. And this is really, really important because so many people say, well, this is how it really is, or this is the current situation. And it's simply a hallucination, so to speak. It's an illusion. Nothing is really as it seems. And I, I find that really fascinating. And I guess at the moment, it's very, in this current environment, it's very easy to to live with lots of hallucinations if you're if you're watching the news and this this terrible death toll every every day but i guess the probability of that some of the, you know that happening to you is is quite slim um, well it's not about it's not about um ignoring what's happening because it is that is happening and yet there are also people healing and people not having any uh, experience of it in their lives either there are a bit like Jessica Richards said there are things that we're learning so it's what we're paying attention to if you if you imagine for a moment that you're looking at a pond full of goldfish and you're seeing the goldfish from a certain perspective imagine how different the world would be if you were an actual goldfish so mm -hmm. The, the perceptions that we hold, we have to have a lot of responsibility for the way we're choosing to look at things. Because if we look at things and they're making us feel upset, scared, anxious, uh, hurt, grief, then we need to find a different way of looking at those things so that we can feel more at peace with what really is going on out there. Yeah, it makes sense. I think if I, if I, it's interesting to talk about goldfish, but I look at my dog at the moment and he's uh, he's very relaxed. He does want to be around us a, a lot. He's very, very friendly. He's loving the fact that we're at home at the moment. Clearly, he's got no idea what's really going on. He might feel a little bit through our emotions, but I guess our, our connection with him has deepened um, through this kind of experience. He'll miss it when we go back to back to work, but he hasn't got you know, a lot of that processing that we've got, which we can be continuously making things mean things that may be reality or may not be. So is this a case that we need to maybe, you know, build our own kind of bubble rather than, you know, to keep ourselves kind of safe, but also a, a well, productive well, bubble? Well, that all sounds a bit like too hard work to me and too much like <laughs> effort. So I'm just giving you at the moment some of the the challenges because there are really easy ways of changing. So if you think about it, if you're already feeling scared, then you are um, vibrating on a frequency of scared. So if you think that, you know, we are energy at our smallest, we now know that Nobel Prize winning physicists have proven that the physical world that we experience is actually a pulsating particles of energy that flash into and out of being millisecond after millisecond. Nothing is solid. This is the world now of quantum mechanics. So we are actually vibrational. You talked about your dog and your dog animals are totally uh, tuned in to vibration. So they will know intuitively when a member of your family is upset or in need of comfort. So the fact that we are, uh, whatever we're feeling, if we're feeling fear, then we're transmitting on a frequency of fear and we can only notice things that will validate that fear because for us to feel calm, we need to change the frequency with which we're transmitting and receiving information about the world. And we're not going to do that if we're feeling fearful. And, and, and in terms of you know, leadership and 
you know, people in positions in positions where they've got an impact on others and actually leadership of your own family if you have family members then it must be you know there's always this this kind of adage that I've always you know thought of when it comes to leadership you know a leader is somebody who maybe holds their you know keeps their head when everybody around them might be losing theirs but you set the tone don't you you set the tone for your family you set the tone for um, organization you set the tone for potential clients and, and if you're you know being something which uh, actually is you know calming soothing helpful to others I think they're going to you know be more positively impacted by you and your contribution is potentially uh, higher than if you're and if you're losing it and spreading fear and panic. Well, I think there's there's an important thing to just bear in mind here, Chris, because if we have two people and one person is feeling calm and the other person is feeling scared, what happens? And I don't know if you remember the experiment at school, because, but in physics, we were asked to take two pebbles and at the same shape and size. And when you drop them into water at the same time, the energy of both pebbles is expressed as a wave. Mm. And when those waves connect, it amplifies the energy of both the pebbles. And this is called constructive interference. And when you take a pebble, uh, the same pebbles, but this time you drop one um, just before the other one, then the waves will overlap and it will neutralize the energy uh, from both pebbles. So it's called uh, destructive interference. And this happens with people. So if you've got uh, somebody who's uh, intensely scared that connects with someone that's fairly calm, the intensity of the emotion will cause the other person's uh, emotion to align with the, the, the person who's got the most intense emotion. So as a leader, we have to do everything in our power to be totally congruent in walking our talk and embodying positivity, embodying feeling calm and resilient. This isn't just putting on a brave face and faking it. This is about really working on our energy so we genuinely feel in a place of growth rather than a place of survival. And I think that's where a lot of leaders uh, make a mistake. They think they can just smile and pretend it's all fine, but we unconsciously know that something isn't right, just like your dog does. You know, your dog will intuitively pick up on energy in a way that's very natural. And we have this capability within ourselves as well. And I think, Nikki, there's something important that we need to talk there about after the break, because what you said there was that we have to work on our energy. And I, I've certainly I've had a number of conversations myself over the last two or three weeks that in just explaining to people that you know i work on myself every day to get myself into a positive state i'm not just naturally always uh, positive you know always supportive always calm it is a daily discipline which i know that you practice as well to pull us into this situation whereby we can um, behave at our optimum it is a you know a practice that we work on with our energy on a daily basis and i'm, I'm assuming that's the same for you well for me if I feel good, my energy is high. So the work, if you call it work, is to focus on doing whatever it takes on a consistent basis to feel as good as you can possibly feel. So I think that when you make happiness conditional on situations and other people, you disempower yourself. Mm. Whereas if you focus on feeling good within yourself that's when the miracles start happening absolutely so what we what we need to do is we we focus on ourselves and uh, focus on our own state and then as you say those those miracles start to happen and after the break what i'd like to talk about a bit more maybe some of the techniques of of how we can go about doing that and how we can go about changing ourselves and, and bringing us into a space where there is more peace and more calm. So we're back with you again in just a couple of minutes. Do join us after the break. 
Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. Would you like to work personally with the host of this show to help realize your potential? Chris Cooper supports business leaders and high-potential individuals to achieve greater success in their businesses and careers. Support includes the opportunity to join a high-return group mentoring and mastermind program called The Achiever Program, one-to-one mentoring and coaching, facilitated leader development workshops and speeches. Email info at bemoreachievemore.com to arrange a free, no-obligation consultation to see how Chris and his team can help you. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned into the Business Elevation Show with your host, Chris Cooper. If you have a question or comment about our show, please direct your emails to chris at chriscooper.co.uk. That's chris at chriscooper.co.uk. Now back to Chris Cooper. Hi, this is Chris Cooper. I'm with Nikki J. Ohm. We're talking about uh, about making change and changing yourself. So we established for the break, this is not about reacting to other external um, situations. It's about actually creating the change in ourselves. So we show up you know, at our best, energized, peaceful. And I'm really interested, Nikki, you know, from your perspective, you know, what, what, are, what are the techniques that we need to work with to enable us to make this change? So when I looked at the blocks uh, that were preventing most people from being able to create effortless change, I wanted to be able to neutralize and counter those blocks so that it was easy to make the change. And uh, within breathing space as a, as, a, as a technique, it's an active mindfulness technique And it includes four main processes or four main tools. The first one is breath work. And the breath work uses belly breathing. So you inhale and you exhale out through the mouth uh, so that you oxygenate your body with vast amounts of of oxygen. And the reason this is so important is that it creates a shift at a cellular level. So it will actually change the chemistry of your body. And it will also start to activate old buried emotions that you've been holding on to. So that's really important part. The second part is that you get to do some crazy releasing as if you're pummeling a boxing ball. Uh, It's strange. I I saw a child once in a supermarket having a temper tantrum because his mum wouldn't buy him sweets and he was pounding his wrists and stamping his feet and screaming. And then within a minute, he was absolutely calm. So this primal releasing is part of our DNA. We do it as kids, but we've stopped doing it. The third technique is breath retention. And this is when our body has the opportunity to connect with a natural ability to heal and repair. So When we hold our breath, we calm our nervous system and we are able to access a theta frequency, 
which is the frequency for healing and meditation. So we feel really grounded and good and, you know, in a really great place. And then finally, when you go through all of that, your unconscious mind is wide open. So at that point, I push or or gently send positive affirmations into your unconscious mind using a process that Paul McKenna taught me, which was a, a double induction process where you overload the unconscious mind and cause trance. So that's kind of fundamentally the different techniques that, that you follow with breathing space. Excellent. Well, I've been utilizing it for, I think, about 10 days now. And... I've had some had some pretty good results, I think. I don't know if you. Oh, will you tell me what 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 happened? So, tell me. Yeah, I, th- I think I think back to when I first started listening to them, and and they are they are absolutely beautifully composed, beautiful music, wonderful quality of music as well. But the the techniques of of utilizing your breath, breathing in, releasing, holding, I I, I found it quite a quite a kind of mesmerizing process I've, I've felt um you know sort of gentle initially sort of gentle buzzing vibration at the end of the activity but calmness i was quite surprised i think how long i could hold my breath for and i, and I found myself you know loving those moments of just holding your breath and the, the calmness and uh, i was surprised at how long i could hold my breath for and and how sort of kept releasing little different pockets of air inside my lungs that i didn't realize that i had and I also found, I think, after, during the week that by having this place to come back to in the morning, it kind of was a bit like pressing the reset button. So I find myself, um, you know, calming gently down at the beginning of the day. I got much more focused around what I needed to achieve during that day. And I found myself more consistently being less distracted and moving those things forward without having the, you know, some of the worries that might might be coming in from left and right at the moment about things that were going on externally. So I would say a real connectedness, I think a connectedness more to the to the family as well, um, and a, a sense of gratitude for, for what I have. So I don't know if that, you know, I don't know whether it's necessarily a linear, very easy to explain from a linear perspective, but um, I, I definitely would say i'm grateful to you for introducing it to me i think it's a wonderful way to to start the day and a wonderful way to put yourself in a state to live it it's lovely to hear that sort of feedback because it's very typical chris of of the feedback that we're getting from people that are using it on a daily basis and i like it because it it creates a high vibrational frequency if you think about the vibrational frequency if we wake up and we wake up feeling stressed which often we can do because overnight we've been processing things in our unconscious mind so if we haven't fully processed everything we can often wake up feeling stressed so very quickly it's easy to get onto the stress frequency when you use breathing space you completely interrupt that and you lift your vibrational frequency so you're able to connect with what's positive. So you're already kind of heads up, you know, before you even start your day. So it's lovely to hear that that you've had such great results with it. What did you think of the 8D? I thought the sound quality was, was wonderful. And what it did, it made it feel very absorbing. Yes, and uh, I, I felt very absorbed in it, and I think the the latest recording, which is a kind of gentle version, which is is very very relaxing. I found that I just imagining myself with the sound quality as we held up held held our breath. Um, I found myself almost like doing one of these very deep deep dives where you go down to the bottom of the sea holding your breath, and I, I just felt very uh, you know absorbed in the experience. And then in holding my breath, I realised I was not going to needing to come up to, to hold prayer for two, two and a half minutes. Yeah, um, that's wonderful. Very, very absorbing, yeah. And and I would say, I would agree with you. It, it, it's like pressing the reset button in the morning. You can wake up with some stresses. I think I've slept a bit better this week too. Yes, uh, it definitely has a positive impact on sleep quality. It improves cognitive function. 
it in, if you've got any aches and pains you'll find that they work themselves through so you feel looser you feel more flexible and you just feel more able to cope with what's going on at the moment and in fact the the track that you are talking about I actually created um, particularly for right now you know in these very uncertain and chaotic times so I you know I work with my nephew who is uh, very talented at composing the music and together we create very customized tracks that use binaural beat technology panning which integrates the left and right brain hemisphere together so it's always best to listen to them through headphones and the 8d gives you a really out of body experience which just deepens the impact and the efficacy so i i know that when people experience it just once they are stunned at the impact it can have in comparison to other mindfulness or other meditative techniques so we're quite excited about it i think you i think you should be i think you should be and it sounds like people listening this as i'm really kind of you know pushing a product product here and um and actually if you listen to the the shows it's very very rare that i do but i'm generally taken by this and also i do genuinely think it's something that we should all at the moment um you know if we're feeling any kind of stress be trying because it's a very helpful cog in the wheel and and i'm I'm very grateful for it very generally there's no financial benefit for me sharing this either i just generally think it's a great product and a great way to start the day and should you should you end the day with this too well i i think it's a bit too stimulating to end the day with it unless you feel particularly stressed. So often, if people are waking up in the middle of the night with panic attacks, it's a good thing to do. Uh, but on the um, on Bandcamp, where I have all my tracks and compositions, there are some hypno meditations which are really soothing. That's a much better type of process to use at nighttime. Breathing space is perfect way to start the day every day and and chris you mentioned the monetary thing uh uh, we we've put them up uh for free so people can enjoy them and benefit from them and there is no charge and i think you can pay if you want to but as you said to me you know you, you don't have to so um it's something we wanted to make available to everybody just to help them through this really difficult time right now absolutely so I would recommend that you go to is it mybreathing-space.com or would you like people to go to Yes. Bank? Yes, yeah, perfect. Yes. And and, and uh, we run uh, video tutorials, webinars that help people just get up to speed with it and there's some questions and answers on there, everything they need. It's really easy. I mean, did you need much help to get going with it? No. I don't need to say any more. just watch the video video and do it yes well that's exactly and we have a you know a few little steps i mean when you listen through headphones it makes a huge difference to the impact so that's that's the only thing i would really stress and be comfortable you know do it laying down because it can make you a little bit dizzy excellent quick final message you'd like to leave us with oh i think that the work that uh, you do on yourself will will continue to fill you with great joy if you continually seek to evolve to become a better version of you. And I think that, you know, when you start doing breathing space and you start relaxing into the truth of who you are, that people will respond to you in a more positive way. You'll notice that life feels easier, almost effortless you'll notice that regardless of what happens, you just know that everything is going to be okay. And you feel this inner knowing that you have everything you need to navigate your way through life so that you can have more of what you really want. So to anybody that's experiencing stress, anxiety, grief, sadness, um, frustration, 
I just suggest that you you go and try it and notice how quickly you can change. And if anybody says to you, you can't change quickly, that's absolute, you know, so that's my final word. I'm not sure that's a good thing to end up with a swear good. word. <laughs> That's good. Well, I'd certainly if you if you if you utilise this and have any experiences with it, feel free to uh, drop me a note at chris at chriscooper.co.uk or to Nikki. We'd love to kind of hear from you and uh, and visit mybreathing-space.com. So, once again, lovely to have you on the show, Nikki. Likewise, thank you. And thanks for all the work that you do to to help people. And uh, couldn't be needed any more than it is right now. Uh, so on next week's show, uh, we have. Uh, Georgina Heskin. We're going to be talking about the world of art, actually, and no doubt drawing some, you know, parallels and different points in history to where we are right now. But um, we're going to get into the world of art. Um, Georgina is an incredible artist and uh, has an impact uh, around the world with her with her work. And let, well, let's have a look at the the perspective. What can we learn from the world of art? When it comes to um, the you know developing our lives during a challenging period in history, so we'll be back with you again next week. Uh, but in the meantime, thanks very much for listening to the show. Do go to mybreathing-space.com, uh, access uh, Nikki's free but very high value resources. And as I say, any questions, comments, do come to me, Chris at chriscooper.co.uk. Always great to hear from you. We thank you for listening to the Chris Cooper Business Elevation Show. Please join your host, Chris Cooper, again next Friday at 8 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Be more. Achieve more. 